Hello everyone, I'm Mark Griffiths and before today's Dragonheart begins I just need to make an important and unfortunate announcement. As a result of an article which was published at the start of this week which left me in a very difficult situation, I felt I had no option but to resign as a director of Calon FM and so Dragonheart will now only be available as a podcast. It was a difficult decision and one I made with a very heavy heart and I have to say immediately that the article was not reflecting Canon FM's views. In fact, I strongly urge you, if you have any interest at all in broadcasting, in expressing yourself, in representing your community, please go and volunteer with Calon because it's an amazing organisation with fantastic people and you will get so much out of it. However, sadly... I've not been able to carry on with them. All our content will continue as before, but sadly we won't be broadcasting on Calon. But I, I wish Calon all the very best and everybody there as well. And I urge you, if you feel that you have the opportunity or the inclination, they're a marvellous body. But anyway, that's enough of me. Let's get on with Dragonheart. I'm Liam McLendon and this is Dragonheart. This is Dragonheart, and we are all very close together today. Cozy. <laughs> Not very, very cozy. And I am joined by Bill Long, Mark Griffiths, and Neil Williams, and we're going to have a general chat about this season and other little things, really, aren't we? And the playoffs and who we'd like to see stay down from League Two next season and what we're looking forward to. So, anyway, how, how are you all? Have you all recovered from this season's craziness? I, I think... I have turned slightly crazy because I have always uh, spurned people who buy novelty tops related to their football teams. Not like not like Mark's ones. Like you know, like when you win a, win a trophy, I think, oh god, these are so cheesy. <laughs> but and then as soon as we're actually champions, I'm like, yeah, I'm having one of them. That's it. <laughs> is that real merchandise from the club? Shop? Yes, it is yeah. real official merchandise yeah, from the official club shop. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say, the quality is really good as well. I must say. Fantastic, and at a reasonable price, of which I can't remember off the top of my head. It's a Wrexham <laughs> AFC product. Just like everyone's advertising, it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a very high quality T-shirt. So yeah. yeah, how have you guys been? Well, I've I've been just, you know, rolling along, you know, making friends as I go. Um, I just want to welcome you all officially to the podcast zone, which is my house. This is all of my house. It's just a shelf with Wrexham stuff on it. Um, (laughs) To the delight of Mrs. G. Um, Yes, and I also love the fact that for some reason, uh, the light only seems to shine on me in this room. Even um, if you watch, yeah, the video viewers will see the camera. The light on the camera is pointing towards Bill and Jay, and yet only I am illuminated. But you know, I, they've always said. Yeah, if you want to know where I, yeah, <laughs> if you want to know where I am, they always said follow the star. So here I am. How are you, Neil? Are you, uh, do you I, feel I, like I'm all right. You're yeah, I, I, I'm, well? I'm good. You know, it's been a week, week today since the celebrations of the parade. And it seems like a, you know, this summer's going to be a long summer until you see another football game, <laughs> yeah. and that's what concerns me. We've had a great season. I didn't want it to end, but you know, ended in the way that we wanted it. But uh, you know, it's going to be a long three months c- c- to August. Banana Rama had it right. It's going to be a cool, cool summer. summer. Yeah. Well. 
we do have our awards show to help people out next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we we need to organise that correctly, don't we? And what we're going to be talking about, etc. And what we're actually going to do, but. We're going to try and fill you all up with as much Dragonheart and content as possible, so let's not waste any more time. This is Dragonheart. I'm Harry Lennon, and this is Dragonheart. Well, yeah, this season, Bill, it's been spectacular, isn't it? I've got to say, I've never, well, other than the 98 points, I've never seen, well, even then, this side has just been so crazy dominant in the FA Cup, in, in the league. It's just been... They're just just a group of winners, aren't they? And it's just been a pleasure. It, it's, it's been crazy to... As much as as much as the league achievements were amazing, it's crazy to see us go toe-to-toe with two championship teams, one that have gone uh, promoted automatically. Um, and in the second leg against them, we fielded what was a, a weaker side and still went toe-to-toe with them. Um and and then against a team that are now in the playoffs who got every chance of being in the Premier League, so effectively could be could have say it was two Premier League bound teams that we we played and went toe to toe with, and and of course that little matter of you know 111 points in the league, breaking records. I said I I wish I'd have clipped it. I said at the end of last season that I wasn't bothered that we didn't go up because we'd break records this season. But even this this just completely smashed all expectations I had. Well, if if we look back now, really, you know, the end of last season. Even though we didn't get promoted, Mark, it didn't really hurt for me. It didn't really hurt as much as it has done in the past. Yeah. Because we have we have that infrastructure. We had that infrastructure, and I thought, oh, you know what? This season is going to be this. This season we've just had is going to be the season, and they've exceeded expectations as well, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's weird because I remember in the ground after losing to Grimsby, talking to Humphrey Carr. And saying to him, I I can't believe how how little I'm feeling this. I, I'm not feeling gutted that our season suddenly come to a jarring halt and we've let five goals in at home. I, I'm not feeling that because all I think is that next season we'll bring in some good players and we will have a hell of a time battering everybody. And he agreed. And it's been weird because that is exactly what we've done like you say 111 points can't argue with that and yet what I didn't anticipate was that another team would actually pretty much match us and as we've been saying all season you know I mean um, if it wasn't for North County we'd have won the league probably about February phenomenal to say it's true Um, and it would have been all over except mathematically probably by Christmas but the fact is that they were astonishing and so I was sort of I loved this season but there was this slight sense of anxiety of well we're doing our part of it why can't Notts County do their part of it and stop bothering us yeah. <laughs> you know because it really was um, you know I mean what the hell do they think they were doing it was bang out of order how rude of them I do all do it I think that made the, the actual promotion against Bournemouth of that game yes. one yeah. all yeah. the more what's the word I'm looking for fulfilling Fulfilling, enjoying, mm-hmm. yeah. Because if we'd have won the, as I said before, I think if we'd have won the league back in February, you know, we'd just be, oh yeah, we're playing so and so this week. Please, there was no. Still would have been quite fun. Oh, yeah, it would have been. Notts County, you know, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so glad they've got through to the player final. You know, even though they they struggled against mm-hmm. Bournemouth in the first half, um, for them, you know, to to match us all the way, you know, by four points between us, you know, the the, the, the clincher was when we beat them at home. Yeah, and everybody will talk about Foster's save, that penalty save for years to come. 
for me, going back, that loss against Grimsby did hurt. The loss at Bromley did hurt as well in the FA Trophy mm, final. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, that was a start because, you know, we lost Hayden again at the end of last season. But this season has been totally different where we had the quality players come back in to step in yeah. his place. And we didn't, you know, the quality on the pitch was was not affected. And I think that made a huge difference this season. And then first game at home last season when we had Eastleigh, we went 1-0 down for A-up. But Elliot Lee came on and scored two yeah. goals, made it 2-1, and we just went on from there to there, there. We only dropped points at home against Woking last season in a draw. A phenomenal record at the race course. Hence why it was packed out every week in, week out. You can get tickets for it. And it was just a fantastic season to be part of, to be with you guys and the commentary team, to share it with, with you guys. You know, and that fine, When that final whistle went, I said, we've done it. We've actually done it, you know, and he still couldn't believe it that we beat when we beat Boreham Wood. Um, and a lot of us were emotional, and it was just a, a great ending to the season. Finishing and winning the, the, the title at home yeah. was, I think, massively important. Yeah, nice one. Um, and a fantastic team performance. I, I don't know how many goals we scored last season, but I'm sure I'm sure it was well over 100. And it's a massive 111 points. And the, the fan I had in the shop today was saying, how entertained he's been watching Wrexham. Mm, yeah. And I think that's so important as well, you know. We were so used to maybe grinding out a 1-0 win, but it would be a boring game. But no game this season that no. race course has been boring. No. no. From the FA Cup games to every league game has not been boring. I'd like to bring you back to your first point about the Eastley game and Elliot Lee. I think, Bill, I think he's been the difference this season isn't he? he bringing him in and how you know there's so many players who could be player of the season this year but Elliot Lee has really transformed that team isn't he he's so good such a player of high quality I, I just I just think the the skills and the tools he possesses frightens teams doesn't it and to, to have Mullin and Lee that have that they're completely different players, but they both have that same sort of fact. You know, like whereas Palmer's going to wear you down. Davis, I know he didn't feature much this season, but he might take a, a classy shot from outside the box. Young's going to run around a lot. James Jones is going to run around a lot. Them two have just got that X factor, and they just that's something that some oh, Rex Rex factor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, awful. Um, Keep that for later. Yeah, <laughs> but they <laughs> they they've just got that something that. Them two could have a really bad game for 89 minutes and they're just bang like that. Something just happens with how they play that they set up a goal with a bit of magic or they score a goal. And that that first goal, I can't remember if it was the first or second one, the way him and Palmer linked up for it against Eastleigh, that was that was a taster. And you do you see stuff like that sometimes and you think, that's amazing, but it's his first game. Is he going to manage to produce that for the rest of the season? Yeah. And, and he did, yeah. in abundance. So, yeah. Magnificent player. And the way we adjusted to the midfield role, I think has been absolutely crucial. Yeah, yeah. Because we tried to change our shape and having behind the two didn't really work. We lost that continuity and rhythm from last season. The well, season before, I should say. And so by him reinventing himself more of a central midfielder and showing that he's absolutely willing to put the hard yards in, work yeah. really hard, and has got a decent tackle on him. Admittedly, a tackle that scares me because he just lunges in, you think, no! <laughs> but then, oh, he won the ball cleanly, fair enough. But, you know, I mean, fair play to him. 
his work rate's been outstanding when we brought him in probably more as a luxury sort of player he's been he's been absolutely superb and yeah. that adaptation's allowed us to keep the best from the previous season and augment it with with some terrific additions but I, I think as well as Lee being crucial I think just in general that's slot depth it's sca- yeah. scary isn't it do you think that's what we're planning on doing having like a Man City style two, two basically first side team sides you could, you could just change around and still have quality no matter what it's feasible yeah and we'll, we'll buy Brisbane City or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of managers like that idea if they yeah. can, if their budget allows it of having you know a, another option in every position. And, and a, we kind of have that already, don't we? Yeah, it's quite terrifying. Like I, I think going to next season, like how do we actually improve this squad? There's no doubt in my mind that the, this squad, as is right now could challenge next year yeah, without any additions yeah. you go and get them if you can because it, it mm. improves your chances but I just think that the the momentum this team have got and the, the skills that this team have got they, they probably wouldn't walk it like they did this season but I just think you know you look at how well Stockport are doing yeah. I think this Wrexham side is better than Stockport last year mm. And they've only just missed out on automatics, so why not? I think it's not going to be as successful next season because we've ha- we have had the X factor, and I got to say, of the ten thousand crowds each week, where there's sides who are coming to us who aren't used to playing in front of big crowds. Next season we will have yeah, definitely. You know, your Stockport, your Bradford, you know, then big sides who are used to playing in front of big crowds, yeah, but not are not going to be as flustered. Notts County used to play in front of big crowds. Stockport yeah, last Stockport year last that we beat year. twice yeah. at home were. Yeah, but you've you, you know, know league on top of the added quality of the league two sides. Yeah, going to have. I, I don't I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I um, sort of do a little bit in so yeah. far as a lot of people talk about teams raising themselves to play us. I think the truth lies somewhere in between, and the fact is every person's different, and some people are inspired by the challenge, and some people are terrified by the challenge. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I would argue that any professional sports person who <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to play in front of a big crowd, even if it's hostile, is in the wrong profession. Myself. But yeah. some will because people are people. And yeah. People vary. You'll, you'll have to look at the COVID games where there were players that raised their game massively yeah, yeah. and then disappeared off the face yeah. of the earth again yeah. when the pandemic yeah. ended. I, I'm more inclined to look at it as um, just a positive thing for us that we raise our game massively because the race course really is home. Uh, and uh, it's a, you mentioned the COVID uh, pandemic. Well, look at Liverpool's astonishingly bad home record with no fans at Anfield. Mm, which is yeah. you know stands out like a sore thumb compared to what's gone before and even a lot done with this year since it's astonishingly bad and they lost was it seven home games in a row at one point I mean that's absurd mm. but you know we have I think the positive side of it which is that you know okay team like Bradford playing in front of big crowds fair enough don't play in front of big crowds of wrestling fans and we, we love it that's our element and, and we perform for it I think that's the key thing true but they they are going to be t- Higher quality teams as well, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, I'm not, I'm not doubting know, it's tougher going up uh, a division. And, you know, Bradford are going to be a good. Well, if they. We're going to be talking about that later, which side we'd like to play. But it's going to be a hard. Of course, it's going to be a harder task next season. But I do kind of expect us to, you know, at least try and get into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think it's feasible yeah. as well. And I, I agree with you that with this current team, as Parkinson's essentially said, doesn't he? He's very happy with this team, but I also say that if you in sport, if you don't go forward, if you stand still, you go backwards. So yeah. we will augment it, and I'm excited by the thought of you know what will he do to improve this team 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I have a lot. One thing that that a lot of people have said, mainly fans of other clubs, in fact, almost exclusively fans of other clubs, have been saying that, oh, just wait until financial fair play hits them. That's going to be a huge bonus for us. Financial yeah. fair play is going to be yeah. a huge bonus because what we faced for the last fifteen years is is people talk about do- uh, financial doping, and I won't I won't name names of any teams like Fleetwood, but. <laughs> They have had owners that have come in and have spent money in mm. clubs that are getting crowds of a thousand. We're getting, we're making all of our money. Plus, the model that Rob and Ryan bring is that, yes, they bring some money, but they're bringing the exposure, and we're getting legitimate money through sponsorships yeah. coming in. Yeah. So we we're, we're going to be very very healthy when it comes to financial yeah. fair play. Just we'll probably sh- be the richest team in the league. I think. Just to be honest, sales from that season. Exactly. Yeah. I think I've heard they've ordered thirty five thousand so far. Yeah. In for next season. Yeah. And that's just a preliminary order. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's more than Premiership teams sell. You know, it's it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. I mean, we are bringing in revenue from Welcome to Wrexham as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also financial fair play doesn't mean owners can't put money in. Yeah, exactly. Um, they certainly can. And infrastructure matters are not counted in financial fair play. So things like the cop doesn't drain us at all. That we've got sponsorship deals like TikTok. I mean, you know, that's going to give us nothing. And we're probably going to have bonuses in some of those deals. If we go up, we'll get more money for them. Well, it's, or we can renegotiate. It's so just it's just really interesting that the, the rumoured figures for, for what TikTok was supposedly paid, like we don't. We have no idea no. of that, that sort of side of things. I know the account's released, but it's not a breakdown of the specific no. where money comes from, which area and what have you. Um, that was before Welcome to Wrexham and before yeah. Rob and Ryan could go to these these companies or whoever does it on their behalf and say, oh, look, Welcome to Wrexham has had this much exposure. Mm. Our social media has grown by this much. Our yeah. Our... YouTube is getting this many watches and subscribers and everything, and that's all gone up since since the TikTok deal was negotiated. Yeah. We're two years down the line yeah. in that project. We could be looking at some for our level a, a sponsorship deal that is astronomical. Yeah, and, and I I don't want to speculate too much about finances because we have fantastic owners, we have fantastic people who are very knowledgeable under them. <laughs> you know, of course, yeah, 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 yeah of I, I'm not worried about that for one second, but, you know, you've mentioned the documentary, and last season, Mark, we had a fantastic commentary. We had, we had fantastic commentary, didn't we? We had a lot of lot more engagement this yeah. season since Welcome to Wrexham. It's just absolutely exploded to the point yeah. where I thought this is absolutely crazy. It's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and is that going to double again after this new series comes out? Well, who knows? Yeah, pe- yeah. people quite often are going really, after second season. And there's a team playing in America this summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You can't it, underestimate that because we've sold, we've sold out most of those games, haven't we? Or, yeah. or, or close to sold out. Just it, it, it's gonna. Uh, let's talk about those American games for a second. Actually, it's gonna be fascinating to me to see how many people we bring in comparison to Man United and Chelsea. Like how many people are going there to watch Wrexham specifically? And it's gonna like if we can match maybe one to every ten Man United fans. That's still a crazy amount of numbers, it isn't it? Remarkable, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I was speaking to a few American fans online on Twitter, and I was asking them. A few of them are going to the Chelsea game. Like I was asking, how many? Wrexham fans do you actually think they're going to be in comparison to Chelsea one fella said to me it's going to be half and half and I was like if that's actually true yeah. then we have one of the craziest fan bases in the world don't we for our yeah. level like, yeah. well, you've really it's got, unmatched you've only got to look at you know the, the, the Twitter feed after the Wrexham North County game you know there was 
million tweets or whatever after that game compared to only 3.2 for the Liverpool Arsenal game the day before. Yeah. You know, that says everything, you know, so it, it could be half an hour, could well be half an hour. That's, that is crazy numbers as well, because Arsenal and Liverpool are two massive, massive teams, teams yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Worldwide that, that, teams, that's, yeah. that's the kind of fixture that, I don't watch a lot of Premier League, but I watch that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, it's Arsenal, Liverpool, I'll stick that on. And it was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and we got to talk about that Notts County and Wrexham game, really, because that was... Huge, isn't it? It's got to be the biggest non-league game of all si- all time, isn't it? Between yeah. two absolutely fantastic teams, the drama in the game, the them going one nil up, us clawing it back, and then them clawing it back, and then yeah, they, uh, Elliot Lee with a winning goal. Yeah. And then, you cannot write this. These documentary, the documentary crew must be absolutely rubbing their hands yeah, this season, must not they? Because this season's going to be so much better than last season. The last season was fantastic. You could as well. not have dreamt up the story this season. <laughs> what this documentary is going to be in, in later in the year, you know, the way the season's gone, Rex and yeah. North County toe to toe. Us beating Notts County, save, winning the you know winning the league, beating Coventry in the FA Cup, holding Sheffield United to a draw, and just you know we could have gone ahead and United as well and missing a penalty, but you could not have written a script. Nobody could have dreamt that script up. No. If, if you, do you know what the young? Stop the, telling you what's, what happens because I want to wait for the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> you one of those doesn't read. You don't read the book, Mark. You just yes. watch the, the series. That's right, exactly, exactly. Oh, man, do, it's photo do, do you know what the only thing that could have improved from a script point of view that game was if it we'd have beaten. Uh, Chester three two, you know, in terms yeah, of like like Hollywood yeah, story. Yeah, and yeah. on an unrelated note, congratulations to Brackley Town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did a good job, Brackley, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did, yeah. Very yeah and, and Kings only were favourites, got beat by yeah. Kings. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I actually, yeah. I actually, yeah. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah well done, Dylan. Fair play, good player. I got a soft spot for Kidderminster as well because a friend of mine is a Kiddie fan, so. Oh, oh food, yeah, the food. Yeah. And a pint of Beavums as well. It's a good pint, that. Not, not quite a Wrexham lager, but... <laughs> well, seeing as you're advertising beers now, apparently. Okay, oh, yeah, that's a good quite, segue. Quite interesting, this. Well, gosh, what, what's, what's that back there? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <Gina>. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what would this be? Would it possibly be a gift from Anna and Ran, yeah. also known as Beer Bear Beer? Holding it up for camera views. If you're not watching it, then you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a beer. Yes, it's a beer. And it was brought over as an exa- as a fine example of American brewing. And we've decided this dogfish head. Hundred and I looked where I said that. Then. Dogfish head. Hundred and twenty minutes IPA, which is brewed longer for extra loveliness. You said we'd have this to shows. celebrate that. Not only that, <coughs> Rams aged this one as well. Yeah. To perfection, so. Do they produce so, it themselves, uh, did they? No. If you're seeing the Americans, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Beer Bear Beer. Beer Bear no, Beer, no, he's no. a proper beer collector. Beer, he's a he? connoisseur. Yeah, he's, he's a real connoisseur. He's an aficionado. Let's see how many other languages we can say uh, expert in before we move on. Um. Can't think of any Experto, is that? I'm next Meister. What's Experto? I mean, I'm Welsh, right? yeah. <laughs> well, should we uh, well, yeah. have a quarter yeah. of a bottle each? Go for it. I guess that's what the glass is. I bought it, yes. Unfortunately, we're repping our kitchen up at the moment. The celebrations went a bit far. So, 
Yeah, we had um, key moment trashed your kitchen, I, did you? Yeah, yeah. Ben, ben and I just smashed the place up. <laughs> it was an, an excellent gag that the rest, of, welcome to rest of cameras weren't interested in, so I'm using it on Dragon Art instead. And um, yeah, so basically, I've got two beer glasses, a reservoir, a pint glass, and just a normal bit of. Do you want to do the honors, do Because I'm, I'm worried that I'll just fail to pour accurately. And the last thing I want, of course, is to be accused You're of not splitting it equally. You're dark. Okay, I'm talking, guys, while I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, I can't. So, what, what I'm was. Just, what, while uh, Neil's doing that, what was your moment this season where you thought we could actually do this? Oh, I, I know mine straight be yeah, beer. Well, I've had plenty of moments this season, Mark, oh, where yeah, I thought I could, drink, I could drink some beer. Honestly, <laughs> I, I got mine straight away. I know exactly when I knew we were going to win the league. And I'm a pessimist. If you listen to me last season, I was adamant that we, oh, were, yeah. we yeah. weren't going to win the league. But I not once said that this, this season. And straight after the Oldham game away, the, the away Oldham game is when I realised. Yeah. Because i got to say, Mark, I think that was the moment. Oh, that's got to... Ooh. That's a bit like port. Oh, that's a bit oh, like port. Yeah, it's really rich, isn't it? Oh, oh my god. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Champions. Look at that. Trusty both sides. I'm scared of what Oh, the ch- chain was giving it the proper wine tasting nose in the bulb. There, well played. <coughs> oh, darn it, that's good. Really malty, isn't it? Oh, mm. yeah. You can taste raisins as well. And uh, uh, notes of it. Yeah, but loads of fruit. Oh, that's good. Really it's very heavy. Yeah, you, uh, yeah that's a sip of that, is, but it is. What's the percentage? 12%, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So that. You know, you're not drinking that fast, otherwise you. But it is really good. <laughs> the dogfish that deleted its head. Yeah. It, did, it didn't die in vain. That dogfish is one fantastic beer. Died in Arizona. <laughs> well, I'm huge into my craft beer. That is stunning. Mm. I must say. That's something else, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't taste like beer. It's got. Mm. Mm. It's quite in depth flavour, isn't it? Mm. In all fairness. <sighs> Is this yeah. what we're doing over the summer while the football's not on? Yeah. Like a be a tasting podcast. Or just sitting in this room drinking well, beer. Yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's been bag there, so things get a bit of wonderful. Well, I'll um, bring the beer next time. It's going to be White Lightning. <laughs> aged no. White Lightning. A- aged White Lightning. Mm. No, I've got Grey Lightning. Yeah. Beer, 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 beer. Ran, thank yeah. you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you, Ran. Thank, yeah, thank you for the other beers as well. It was mm. amazing. Thank you. And, and this, this is this is an appropriate tipple to celebrate such a remarkable season, I think, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, 100%. Should we go back to that question Bill asked before, though? You were saying it all older. Oldham away was when I realised we were going to do it because we were poor that game. Pretty much all of it into the last ten minutes, and then Elliot Lee come on and something just sparked to life, and it was just like, wow! And I gotta say, me and Matt commentated on that game, and that was just, I love the reaction of the our fans. I love the reaction of the fan Oldham fans sitting next to us. I love that whole game in, in total. The, the fans sitting in front of you didn't like you at all. Oh yeah, that yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they were saying all sorts of anti-Welsh stuff to us. But I, I, I love that game in general because it was a proper stadium. The, the hosts were amazing. Mm. The pies were amazing. 
the the home fans are really loud, the away fans are loud. And I was like, this is what it's going to be like next season. And I got to say, that was the moment when I realised we're going to do it. Yeah, we, we did play play poorly that game. Yeah, we really did. It was only the last ten minutes of game to life. Mm. Yeah, and Fondop scored an amazing goal. Did, yeah, game, didn't it? But but uh, yeah. What about you two? What when did you realise? Oh, I'm going to give a facetious answer while I think of a better answer. But the facetious answer is true. I can't say facetious now. That was quite strong. But, <laughs> um, but it is true. I, I, genuinely, the point at which I reckoned we'd won the league was when we lost to Grimsby. Because I felt like confident that this season would be fine. Um, so come back to me over one for this season. <laughs> Mine's a Dolby head at Oldershot winning in yeah. 96 yeah. minutes. 3-3. Yeah. Yeah, to win the game, um, I think that was a big turning point for yeah. for us. I think it was a big confident boost for the team. Yeah. You know, we've previously we've gone to old shot and we've, you know, we've really we've put them to bed. Pretty, we've put them to the sword, really. But this season they matched us, and uh, we had to come up with a 96 minute winner for it. Well, so that's when that, I thought that, we're, we're going to win this. That was another yeah. really good one, wasn't it? What about, what about you, Bill? Um, weirdly, it wasn't a league game. It was against Coventry, and I couldn't speak out as. Pip- Pick can't, can't speak. Also, the beer. I couldn't pick out a specific moment in that game, but I just remember feeling through intermittent emotions of like, what on earth is going on here and mm. elation and everything. <laughs> oh no, this side is the real deal. Yeah. This side mm. is the is absolutely the real deal. Because that wasn't like you know like. Any anyone you know, younger listeners or international fans who might look back at some of our other giant killings or just see results from from other games like that that game didn't feel like a David versus Goliath, no. did it? It felt like two teams that, of course, were not equally matched with Coventry. They're on balance. They're obviously a much better side, but it didn't look like you were there watching two teams that were as many divisions apart as we were no. I don't think not maybe in, in phases of the game but there were points where it's like we're, we're, we're really taking it yeah not this. David Goliath like an Anthony Joshua versus Dillian White sort of thing yeah <laughs> we're, we're, well, yeah. Like, two yeah, evenly yeah. matched sides it was that's yeah, what yeah, I saw yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And definitely the yeah. Coventry game we got to talk about that a little bit <laughs> Dillian <'cause>, White <laughs> because because um, that, that atmosphere that day was incredible wasn't it oh, you guys yeah, got to yeah. commentate on it what was it like from the commentary thing? great it was fantastic. Luckily, we had Radio World around us, and I think we had Radio Company around us, and somebody else. So I was quite happy to cheer when we scored. <laughs> I was trying to keep reserved, and I thought, I can't. It was just such an amazing performance. You know, it was a great stadium. Yeah. Again, very welcoming people there. Yeah. Really enjoyed the occasion. Um, and yeah, we matched them toe for toe. You know, I think they were quite surprised. You know, normally, you know, when the golf is that big. You know, the small or Wrexham would, you know, normally you'd have gone there and just defended and then maybe try and nick a, nick a goal on the break. But that was, you know, we went there and attacked them and attacked them and we, we scored some super goals in that game. Mm. Um, and it was just a great day out to see all the fans there singing, you know, four and a half thousand fans there behind the goal. But the noise they made. But again, going back, back to, to the Oldham game, which Mr. Che mentioned. When, when we won it late in that game, you know, the, the fans there were fantastic. Yeah. I was lucky to go as a fan that day. Um, the singing, the atmosphere, because we kept in 20 minutes after the game, after the final whistle as well. And it was just a party atmosphere. And, and I think the belief, yeah, the fans did believe, you know, that this could be our season, you know. We didn't play well, yet we still won, won a very important game. 
So yeah, Mark, have you thought of yours yet? I have, but I, can I ask you a question first? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I just want to know, is that a Shropshire Witcher phrase, we match them tall for tall? Because in Wrexham, we all have, generally have ten toes. Mm-hmm. But I suppose in, in Witcher, she might like say, <laughs> you know, someone pulls their sock off and they've got yeah. twelve. Correct. Right, well, just you, checking. Well, you, right. well, you, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, just, just wondering. Um, <laughs> the, um, Oh, 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 do, you know what? do you know what? I cannot wait until we play Shrewsbury on that note. Oh, that'd be nice. Because yeah. we could we could have them in the in the uh, the pizza trophy, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. 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 Goes, goes, oh, yeah. It's groups. It's, it's mutualized cut. groups. So we could. Yeah. Oh, come on, tractor boys. That is that'll yeah. be that'll be some some game when we play there. They're not a bad side though, as well. They're doing okay in League One. Mm. But they're managed yeah. leaving. I mean, not we're talking about Shrewsbury. Apparently, they're managing mm-hmm. the way up. So you're listening to Track the Heart. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Shrewsbury is that they've got big barns, but they don't have anyone look inside them. <laughs> Alan Partridge. Oh, I watch Alan Partridge. I've watched Partridge, but I'm, I'm not like an, an aficionado. That went well. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, changing the subject <laughs> screamingly. Um, uh, I mean, with hindsight, <laughs> I would say that maybe when we pick a half-strength team and go to Bramall Lane, when Chelsea United pick a full-strength team mm-hmm. and are very unlucky not to win, yeah. um, I think that's that was a comment on the the squad depth that would see us through yeah. at the end of the season. But I, I wouldn't say I felt it at that at the time. In a weird way, am I? I don't know. Am I being stupid here? Hold your thoughts. <laughs> um, when we did a double over Solly Hull. Christmas New Year. I know Solly Hull weren't as good as in previous seasons. So I accept that totally. But nonetheless, they were a team yeah. who have made things very difficult for us, especially at Solly Hull. Yeah. And that the absolute ease with which we saw them off yeah. did make me feel yeah, why do I why would I be anxious about this team getting the results at, in a difficult match? But Chase Ch- said before, was it Tom O'Connor who scored the free, free yeah, kick? Yeah. And you do quite often say this and nothing happens, but you went, watch, he's going to score. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, no, he's going to score. Boom, top corner. <laughs> Stop clock is correct twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's been many a time this season where I've just thought, wow. Mm. But I, I also do credit, you know, this is what makes this takeover so special. Where we we have always had this sort of fan base who've been you know yeah. just interested in Rex and just like oh what the what how Rex and got on even though they've been working and what yeah, have you. Yeah. Rob and Ryan have come in. They've unlocked the door to our potential. Yeah, and I think for me, the fans have been a huge part to this. You know, there's been a lot of big money takeovers to smaller clubs and people, but it's it's not the same as other clubs. What we're going through because. We we are making that they are making us sustainable. They're not just ploughing loads of money. They make it sustainable. But the fans have played a huge part this season. I, I must say because some of the atmospheres. Have, have been incredible. Away games were sold out to the to the Wrexham fans. Yeah. Says a lot. And know, the home fans sold out as well. Which says a lot they, about us. Yeah, I mean, I think of, of most of their largest attendances for for a lot of the teams in the league were when they were playing Wrexham. Yeah. Because the yeah. home fans were were doubling up in numbers as well, and I think. Will be a big miss in in the national mm. league next year. Mm. A big I, miss financially. I think as well that when you look at the crowds we're getting, don't forget the crowd for the parade, because I, if that's actually true, yeah, that the yeah. police estimate of forty thousand, mm. 
I mean, that is stripping out the international supporters, isn't it? Because there were very few international yeah, supporters naturally there. Ten or one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that is purely what was sort of mentioned in the first place, which is Wrexham has potential stretching into North Wales, maybe even stretching east into England, maybe stretching south a bit. Uh, yeah, it definitely know. goes down to Mid Wales. You know, Shot yeah. Powers, um, Shropshire, New, uh, Newtown, and, and Welshpool. Mm. You know. Well, yeah. well. Yeah. And this is no dig on Chester, but I've seen on Twitter on, and on their forums that pubs in Chester have been showing Wrexham games. Have, yeah, yeah. And there's been Chester fans drinking in these pubs. And I'm not being out. funny, when we when we scored against Notts County, apparently one of the pubs in Chester started erupting and everyone started celebrating, full of locals yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm like... Yeah. Well, that's the catch right there. You don't want to be Wrexham fans, eh? Yeah. I mean, Chester's in, I lived in Chester for years. There's a lot of Rexpats, isn't there? Rexpats. Rexpats. But also, I mean, you, you, you know, going into... And I'm not trying to say this to be funny, by the way, I, I, at all. But, but you can, it's Chester, Mark. You're allowed to. I, I know yeah. I can, but I'm actually I'm actually going to you know play the white knight here and be a pu- totally you know sort of reasonable about it. Um, you go into Chester and you, you don't feel the presence of a football club at all, mm-hmm. except Liverpool because they got a shop right in the middle of Chester. And, you, know, yeah. to, you don't feel that sense of being in a football town, and I would say that the Chester fans are concentrated maybe in more sub- suburbs around a place like Blaken. That that's where your heartland of Chester fans is, and the centre is a mixture of, of tourists and people who aren't that interested really. Mm-hmm. So, in some ways, it doesn't utterly surprise me. In some way, not not saying that I've ever seen a pub erupt because Wrexham scores in Chester, but in in a way, you sort of think, how many hardcore Chester fans go into the town centre regularly or the city centre? I I yeah. I'm not talking about it. It's amazing. And you've got to, you've got to say. You know, Chester, we all take the mick out of it. They're not that bad. They're, they're reasonably they're in the big. Playoffs, yeah. yeah, they're reasonably big. We're, yeah. we're, we're in, in the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> they're reasonably well supported side for a National League, League Two yeah. side, aren't they? In all fairness, League Two side, yeah. you don't get as much as them. Got a proper football league history. But but the thing is, isn't it? Even five years ago, there'd been no chance of a, cl- a pub erupting when Wrexham mm. scores. Yeah, yeah. And there is Chester fans there, admitted to this online. There, there like, wouldn't there wouldn't be pubs. Brave enough to put a Wrexham game on, would they? No, I don't think in the past. Yeah, that's true. In yeah, Chester, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now it's well, like except to watch us lose, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, may, may, maybe biggish occasions. I, I mean, I remember when we played Grimsby in the trophy, and there was people piping up online saying that they'd bought tickets in the Grimsby end to celebrate mm-hmm. when we lose. And I mean, you know, a lot of that could be conjecture, yeah. but you, you know, that that kind of thing happens with rivalries all the time. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it just seems. It definitely happened. It was, no, I'm going to say. I remember a game, last game of a season, and if Chester didn't win, they were down, and they were and Wrexham were playing somewhere quite a long way away, and I don't think there was much riding in our game, and there was definitely oh, a lot yeah, of no, was it Dallin, Dallin, Yes, it was Darlington, yeah, wasn't it? In the away it, ends. Because the Darlington fans um, joined in in the countdown, didn't they? Because they, <laughs> they they counted down ten seconds until the fact. Yeah, oh. no, because I think I think our mate Clutton went to that, possibly <laughs> went to that. Or he, knew he is a ground went. hopper, though, isn't he? He is a ground hopper, but, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, well I stopped on our chest now. But yeah, <laughs> but that that that's just crazy. How you know, you know, the who we're reaching out to now. We saw and, the bar in Philadelphia full of Wrexham fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is just mad, isn't it? And you know, the interaction we get 
on Twitter week in, now, week in, week out, it is, and you know, me and Neil and Bill, we, we get interaction. And bet Mark, yours is up just crazy with notifications and messages all the time. Yeah, but I am sexy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the only difference? Well, I didn't want to say, but you'll see this, you have. Let the cat out the bag. <laughs> but yeah, it, it must be. Thing, yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing, isn't it? Really. Absolutely astonishing. Well, just to finish this little segment off, and in a few words, where do you think we can go? Do you think. Home in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the Premier League is. Or the Football League One, or a League One, or Championship? It, it, is it really. Is I, I, it, I think League One's a given at some point. Yeah, the yeah. I'm not necessarily yeah. saying it has to yeah. be next season or even the season after. It might take a bit of time, but I think <laughs> League One is definitely a given at some point. Try to exaggerate. Luke the town, you know. Look, yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke yeah. were down yeah. in our league what, eight, nine years ago. And we played them a couple of times in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the I think the jump from League One to Championship is where it starts getting hard. And then the Championship yeah. to the Premier League, mm-hmm. that's... Uh, you know, if you say the National League's the toughest league in in. England to, to get promoted from I think Championship probably the second yeah. I think logically the ambitious aim that was sort of without being fully spoken was clearly on people's minds in the club of the Championship yeah. is, is a realistic sort of ambitious target having said that you know it, it's one thing having money and it's another thing spending it well and certainly yeah, at the moment yeah. we have been spending exceptionally well I would argue and if that's the case then you can achieve whatever you want up to a point I mean Bournemouth yeah Bournemouth yeah. have roughly the same capacity as us yeah um, are traditionally not a big club not long ago that we were actually playing Bournemouth absolutely absolutely yeah 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 so I mean there are clubs that that appear to have less wherewithal. I mean, Coventry have had terrible financial problems while getting into the playoffs. <coughs> they have. And good luck to them, I say. I, I hope they do well. But And then on the other end of the scale, look at Chelsea, who spent hundreds yeah. of millions yeah. Yeah. and couldn't win a game. Well, that's just... I mean, it's But that, that shows yeah, a that lot for our manager, but, the manager we have yeah, at Wrexham. Yeah, exactly. He's bought in the right players. Yeah. There's no player that stands out like the Ronaldo's and whatever, uh, or the Pogba's. They're all they're a team. They're not. There's not one individual on that pitch really who, you know, is there just for the glory for themselves. Yeah, we don't. We don't have like a forty-year goal striker, do we, or anything like that? No, we, <laughs> no, we, 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 we do. We do have that. But he but, rolls his sleeves up and works. Co- correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's not. He's not one there. You yeah. know, saying, "Look at me." You know, like yeah. uh, they, they play as a team. They're they're, they're one unit. Yeah, but I've I've got to say that the togetherness between the fans. We've had great sides in the National mm-hmm. League. You know, we have, but the togetherness between the fans, the owners, and the players. Mm. Even when we own the club, we didn't have that. You know what I mean? At the, you know, at this moment in time, we are just one huge unit, aren't we? And it's just, it is amazing. It really is. Mm, it certainly is. It really is. Uh, and another amazing thing uh, has been the playoffs, the National League playoffs this year. So after this, we're going to be talking about that. I'm Luke Young, and this is Dragonheart. A National League playoffs, uh, something that hopefully we'll never have to worry about again. And this season, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think first off, it's a case for two up automatically because I think the level of you know Bromley, the Bromley and Woking game I watched was 
was incredibly high standard, very good. And um, Boreham Wood versus Barnet, another fantastic game, full of goals and excellent quality. I feel sorry for them sides, as well as either Chesterfields or Not County, that not, not one of them are going to go up as well. Yeah. Because I think the, sta- the standing in the National League between the top eight, I think all of them could make a good run at next next um, League Two as well. Uh, they're both fan- all fantastic sides with fant- some fantastic players. It, the National League is absolutely popping at the moment, isn't it, Mark? It is. When you started off, did you say, firstly, in the case, or, or did you say, firstly, in the cake? I didn't quite oh, catch. Oh, wow. I just want to emphasize, everyone, that I'm a good host. Oh, a fantastic despite, host. Despite... I went and I sourced the stiffy... T- the stiffy? Stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> Stiffy. There's a surprise in oh. this one. <laughs> it's got Viagra in it. Me and Shane getting it's a bit hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to lose, but well, I don't want to. Um, the sticky, sticky, sticky toffee, toffee cake, <laughs> which I've personally sourced, obviously. I mean, of course. you know, and it had nothing to do with. It's quite the uh, interesting cake while we're on the radio, wouldn't it? It would be rude, but we are only a podcast now, so we would keep going. Skill. You're listening to live cake distribution on Dragon Hearts. Congratulations, Bill. You get. Five the full cake, thank you very much. Um, yes, so obviously, you know, how can I say? I'm, I'm shocked about eating fingers. Fair enough. <laughs> Aspersions were cast about my level of hospitality, uh, you know, at the matches, and therefore. We've, uh, we've never, never questioned your hospitality because there's never been anything to question. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was a good. <laughs> I was like, that was good. That was very nicely done <laughs> and won't be forgotten. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> M- Mrs. Griffiths um, at lunchtime said, should she um, get some cake for you guys? And I said, no. And yet she did. <laughs> so, here we are. Do we have to start that again? or? Are we, are well, we weren't until that? you then just started saying oh, that. Yeah. All right, we'll carry on. We'll carry on. <laughs> I hope you watched the enjoyed the exciting and uh, very slick edit point if you're watching this, <laughs> viewers. Mm. Well, should we talk Sticky. about the playoffs? Because... You halfway through it. The standard is <laughs> the standard is really high. Mm-hmm. And as you say, this is clearly a case for mm. being more than two teams going up. I mean, it's it's, it's ludicrous anyway. We've got the two teams and the, the most points in the history of British football in the same league at the same time, and one of them is not guaranteed to go up. That's a joke. Mm. But yeah, exactly. There should be more than two going up. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether Ryan. You know, still back and beats on that drum next season. You know that two players should be going, and I'm sure he will do. You know, yeah. That two players, two players, two teams should automatically go up next next season. But, but it's got to take the league team to vote on it, though, isn't it? I hundred percent think that Ryan will be consistent on that. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, my argument. I wrote this in the leader actually about four years ago. Was that if I was in charge of football league team? Mm-hmm. I vote yeah. for it. Yeah. Because the fact is, once you drop out, there's a real danger you don't come back up again. Yeah. Um, because teams go stale in the bottom end of League Two. And when they finally drop out, they're in a real mess and they're not able to rebuild themselves. And look at what just happened to Sunthorpe. So you're better off having a regular exchange, flushing out the weak teams and then enabling them to come back up before they've gone so bad that they drop straight through the division. But I've got to say, look at Luton. 
yeah. them going down to nationally give them and their club mm. the real kick kick that they needed and look at them now you know yeah. it's definitely a thing isn't it that maybe you know international fans or even fans that haven't experienced many um, relegations and promotions I think um, teams it sounds ridiculous but teams sometimes need a relegation look at look at Everton in the Premier League they look like they could do with going down and just having a season or two winning all the time and getting yeah. that feel good factor back mm-hmm. like regroup re, yeah regroup mm-hmm. you only have to look at when when the likes of Newcastle and Villa and I know it's taken Forest a long time to get up it's taken Leeds a long time to get up but the, the feel good factor around those clubs when they finally got up to the Premier League is is well, it's, an inta- it's an intangible experience as a fan isn't it this season and last season have been the best two seasons of my football support in life mm-hmm. by, by, yeah. by some distance and there's almost that. Would you rather be in a league that's a bit easier, winning every week, or would you rather be in the, in, a, in a higher league and be miserable? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you allow teams to come down from League Two, it could give them that reset a bit quicker if they can get back up easier. I think that's a lot of the attraction for the Americans because they, they don't have that relegation yeah. and promotion in their in their MLS teams, do they? So they got to understand the concept of the relegation and the the promotion, which is. I think drawing them in a lot more than, than maybe it would have done. Yeah, well, we, me and Jay listened to an MMA podcast by a, a guy called Ariel Helani, who, who's, mm. who he's mainly MMA, but he watches a lot of sports. And all all of his his, his podcast team were just saying about how amazing promotion relegation is. Mm-hmm. And they can't like now they've both they've all gotten into football a little bit. They've sort of become part time Forest fans. They watch the World Cup and they've been talking about it. It's like why don't American sports do it? Like, it's just amazing. Like, every game counts. It's instead of, like, you're a, a bog-standard NBA team yeah. that's done rubbish, you actually... I mean, they've changed the rules to the NBA playoffs to stop teams from losing on purpose so that they get the best draft pick at the end yeah. of the season, at the start yeah, of the next yeah. season. Wow. So, I mean, it's 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 a concept that, like you say, it's that they're, they're not... They haven't been used to it. We're part of introducing it to, them to it because a lot of teams that... A lot of... American fans previously support Chelsea or Spurs or United or whoever. They've never really had to be worried about relegation, yeah. have they? So, like, we we I think we're a vehicle to introducing that as a proper concept to a lot of people. We are. I don't think it'll be. In my limited knowledge of American sports, I suspect it won't bring change because the big thing mitigating against that is that if you know you can never get relegated then you can invest in a club knowing there'll be no financial disaster around the corner yeah, or from you know poor financial for, for, for the for so, the money men it's not yeah. it's not wise is it and and also i think that the size of, of the us you couldn't have a lower league team it it have to it have to be split up into states regional. when it's like regional yeah. leagues that then go up through to a national league of some sort they could make... never have to say that those two words <laughs> they're they're much they're again. Ice hockey, though. they're all over the country aren't are they, they? Yeah, see yeah. I don't really I don't beyond the NHL but that, really that'll be the, just a big that, you're saying like the smaller size mm. club teams right so if you're a club size erection you couldn't afford to go yeah. from no. New York to, to yeah. California just yeah, for a, a regular league yeah. game would you the big yeah. franchises as I understand they are, tend to be worth more than European sporting teams partly because of that Stability, you know, you will yeah. always be a major league team, and so you don't have to worry about relegation. Which, which, which is why, yeah. yeah, which is why the plentiful American owners plus other nationalities of all these big European clubs want a European Super League because yeah. they want to bring that financial security in, exactly. don't they, for their yeah. for their teams? 
Um, but you know, they can have a European Super League when we're in the Premier League and we join <laughs> it. Yeah. That's fine. No, I, won't no, like that. no, 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 I am no. joking. I'm but, joking. <laughs> yeah, back to National League playoffs. So, oh, right. this this, <laughs> this this game on Saturday. The final this Saturday. This Saturday, yeah. yeah. Wow. Chesterfield, North County. Come on, that's got huge, one of the biggest National game. League games ever, isn't it? You Both know, especially playoffs. Yeah. It has to be. Up it's there. a playoff final every year, Jake. I'm done. Oh, between Chesterfield and North County, yeah. been two excellent sides. Excellent Newport. Two sides who've been to the quarterfinals of European competitions. But Chesterfield and Notts County are far bigger clubs than Newport County, yeah. in my personal Newport opinion. Newport County only took seven thousand to meet Wembley, and we played them. Yeah. Yeah. Do, has, has there been any sort of, of reporting on the figures that, uh, of people that have bought tickets for Wembley um, for either side? Well, in North County are saying it's, you know, it's going to be the biggest crowd ever for a player final in that Right. I well, just feel having to pay 60 quid for a coach ticket, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that's, and that's even more staggering considering Notts fans are paying 30 something yeah, yeah. and there's about. 20 minutes difference between Chesterfield and Notts County isn't it that is, an, that is another added element as well yeah, that, you know, a local game that's what I think they're not yeah, they're yeah, not huge rivals with each other but it is also quite local the, yeah very local so and Notts County win 2-0 by the way spoiler alert should I say spoiler alert before I say what the score is I think I Chesterfield they're going to nick it yeah, I've I got a so. feeling Chesterfield are going to nick County it County have struggled with them this season a little bit haven't they that so. wasn't a prediction I'm telling you what the score is <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not going to say how obviously well, but, you know. They struggled against Bournemouth. They did struggle against Bournemouth on yeah, the semi final. But saying that, though, Chesterfield did struggle against a 10 man Bromley as well. Mm. So I've got to say that but that Bournemouth Notts County game was a brilliant game to watch, wasn't it? It was. It like was. Those, those last minute goals Notts County scored. I see, I missed it. I didn't, I didn't watch it. They're, they're such a good side, Notts County. And I, I, I do appreciate them this season. Really, because they have made this season so special, and I have sort of changed my stance a little bit since last time we spoke on Dragonite. You know, I have especially now it's Chesterfield in the final. <laughs> especially it's Chesterfield now in the final. No, that's yeah, you know, not, not, not Who would you like to play next season? Basically, is what you you say as well. I, I, yeah, I I think I think I don't. Retort. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> I don't really mind who I play out of them two because I think they're both big league clubs and I, I haven't been to either ground so I'd be quite happy to go to either but uh, we won't get into specifics but Chesterfield's ownership structure is is questionable isn't it so it is. the things that they some of the some of the things go fan they, ownership or Chesterfield yeah. they're not fan owned are they yeah are they yeah that's um, makes some of the things that happen a bit surprising but oh really right. oh Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> well, no, I've, they, they, Only if your head doesn't get proud. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> no, I. So, okay. Well, well. Regardless of the, it, it's not being executed very well. The, the furlough stuff and mm, other things that happen yeah. with them, and yeah. you know they're rolling the dice and they're trying to go up. And fair enough, everyone's everyone's entitled to do that. But um, furloughing players and bringing other players. Yeah, and. I don't know. I've got no problem with Chesterfield fans or their club, really. But I think I think on, 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 on balance, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. um, that that Notts County Bournemouth game was astounding. It yeah. was it was very much a sort of pound shop version of Wrexham against Notts County. Um, <laughs> and, was, yeah. very well, uh, yeah. and um, but I I really want Notts County to go up anyway, just because of the ludicrous situation and the fact that they've been such magnificent 
competition. I don't mean that to sound patronising, but I mean what we've done this year is phenomenal, and they kept going. So mm. they, if anyone ever deserves to go up through a playoff, it's them. Say the same about us when we lost to Newport. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. 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 Which, which is we, you know we, why I feel that way. You know, we virtually match Fleetwood. Yeah. You know, and they had millions to spend that season. You yeah. know, we didn't, and we matched them all the way. Yeah. It's not like I said, it's, no it's not guaranteed, but it's, no guarantee. it's but, but I, I they they want them to what they've, they've achieved, yeah, yeah. but that all goes out the window. I, I mean, I, I look watching them, you know, hoping they lose points and the way that they would dig in and get results, massively impressed. Just like we did, yeah. We, but I mean, you know, the bad boring wood game, I don't know what to make of it. Is it the fact that, yeah, they will not be denied because they get the goals when they need them, or is it that actually. They were massively more troubled by a Bourne Wood team that really we made to look extremely ordinary. They looked really good, I thought. Against us? Against Notts County. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I thought they looked they really good. But against us, they, they, they struggled massively. They uh, and I, I just sort of think, okay, if I was Notts County, I'd be a little edgy about how difficult that game was. Um, I mean, like, like, if, I could, if I could make a suggestion here, uh, I think Garrett's a good manager. Very good manager. I but. Think, yeah. You know, he does that thing that oh, it's legitimate. You, you, you know, and you, he's lost and love him anyway because he was injured, and that's a blow because he's a he's a proper striker, him I think. But then Marsh, the other striker, he brings him off in order to dig in and hold on for the win, which I understand. But I wish we were nervous when managers do that because what happens if there is an equaliser? You've handicapped yourself, and he ends up because of that. He has he has no strikers up front. He's got Denon Lewis, who was a wing back slash winger, who looked terrific at Wheelston and hasn't made the same impact at Boreham Wood. And he's got Josh Reese, who was a big solid midfielder, trying to get up to support him. No proper striker as such, mm. and I just felt it, it, that was difficult for them then to have a threat back at Notts County because they'd handicapped themselves like that. If they hadn't done that, if Marsh had stayed on, because I thought he was playing pretty well, um, might that have been different? I mean, when, for example, Lewis had added time, just roll it to Reese and he's got a tap in. Mm-hmm. And he fails to do that. He's like, oh, if, yeah, Mar- you know, yeah. if Marsh is a player getting a pass in, yeah. it's a goal. Well, I know like, oh, it was a bad mistake, but yeah. you know they had their moments. And I think if I was not County, I'd be a little concerned that they were able to do that too. So, votes. Bill. Chesterfield and County. Of of the teams that played at the race course, Chesterfield probably impressed me the most in a lot of ways. They they should have taken more chances and probably deserved a draw in some ways against mm. us. I think they, they had that one that, that one chance that went across goal that their striker yeah. should have buried mm. and I think that would have changed the the tide of the game. Uh, they also had Rob Layton save that oh, that amazing yeah, save yeah, down yeah, to his yeah. you know his post. Yeah. Um I think they're dangerous and I think they're going to do it on Saturday. Okay. I think if Notts County play like they did against Bournemouth, I think Chesterfield will win. I'm just thinking back to that game they played in the league where basically Chesterfield were dominant until King got sent off and seen your point. But Notts County win 2-0 have already revealed the score. So <laughs> Two fantastic uh, managers as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd go with, with Chesterfield as well because I think you know, Notts County are vulnerable at the back. You know, we, we proved that here at Wrexham but... Uh, I think Chesterfield will win as well. Yeah. Remember you heard it first, folks. I was the only person who picked the winner in the player final. Okay. I think it's, it's, how much it's, are we betting on this one? <laughs> Another 50 grand? <laughs> 20 grand. Okay. Well, we are in 
Disney Manor over yeah, here. We know yeah, we know how much money yeah. Mark's got. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to bet against him. Yeah, by the way, Neil, I saw that you, you winged that peacock on my drive. <laughs> I watched it. You winged my peacock. That sounds like a terrible phrase, doesn't it? <laughs> sort, of, sort of language you would come up with, Neil. Um, yeah. Winged your peacock. You, 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 you clipped a peacock when you were driving up the drive. Did I? Yeah. Was that the, at the two-mile mark? Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, I'm with you now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a peahen. They, uh, <laughs> well, you know. There's one thing I'd like to add on the game on Saturday, uh, no, uh, the semi finals. I had a few pints in a, in a sports bar and we watched the Not Count. Had game. a few pints in the sports bar? In, in, in sports bar. <laughs> sports There's bar. a title, yeah. There's a title. There's a title for the show. So, you know, in the sports bar, and it shows every game of football that was on that day. And I also went to my local Newcastle and Arsenal playing at the same time. The game that was on was Chesterfield versus um, Bromley, which says a lot about how the people of the town have been so captured yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in this yeah. National League. Yeah. And I mean, everyone in the pub was watching it. And yeah. It was like, Newcastle and Arsenal's on now. <laughs> people want to watch the National League play. Yeah. So, uh, there's really something there, isn't there, as a Wrexham fan? That we're, we're a, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. a we we're not we're not getting dumped out by Eastley in the playoffs. So that's quite a nice. Like, yeah. It's like a nice change, isn't it? To to be watching the final having not gone out unceremoniously, and and, and or even worse, being bitter because we finished tenth yeah. and we're not in the playoffs. Like how many times has that kind of thing happened? We're actually yeah. go, we've gone up as champions, and we get to just enjoy yeah. the other teams suffer for once. Lovely, another <laughs> another quick. Question just to finish off the the podcast really now. There's League Two playoffs as well, so we're gonna be we are gonna be playing. <laughs> we're not gonna be playing one of the sides. Who would you like to see go up out of the League Two playoff teams? So we're talking about Bradford's, Salford, Stockport, and Carlisle. They're all pretty tasty games, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they are. To be fair. Well. Well, Carlisle can be a try, can't it? Yeah, but they always been be good selfish. enough to find the sound with them. Yeah, they're a good big club, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, if if we do play Carlisle, they do um, battered haggis in the chip shops. Ooh. Ooh. It should be, should, be, should be mentioned. Yeah. 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 I'd like to try some battered haggis. Trust me. Yeah. It's, it's the stuff. I'd like I'm going to level walk again. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I should Just probably... Just to be being good about Yeah, I think everyone would think... Stockport... No, I'm, not, I, I'm quite. I'd be quite happy to see Stockport you know, go up. No, you know? I'd see Salford go up because it's just uh, a tiny right. ground, yeah. very few fans. And how many did they bring to the race course on Boxing Day when we beat them five one in that? One of my one of my best yeah. mates lives in Salford, and if I can't get away end tickets, I might be able to get home end tickets. Oh, yeah. So I wouldn't it's mind playing tiny, Salford for that tiny reason. Ground, though, isn't it? it is. It's all fabricated. It's all got. Aluminium steps everywhere. Yeah. It's the only ground yeah. I've ever been to to report on where there was actually no electricity as well, mm. which I, 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 my jaw dropped. Not least because they didn't tell the club. By the way, <laughs> we, are the only, we are the only football ground without electricity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you go to League of Wales clubs, they have to have electricity. But seriously, wow. there was no. Yeah, it was there, right? It's, it was like, it's a track of ground that's been thrown together. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, the idea, as I understood it, although they seem to still be using it, is that that they, they just slap that together, just temporary stands, mm-hmm. because then when it went in the Football League, they would pull it away and build new stands. But they don't seem to have done, as far as I'm aware. And like I said, there was no, there was no power. It was a standing, absolutely jaw-dropping. 
I mean, wow, surely they must have now because the Football League probably wouldn't let them in if they haven't got facilities. But the National League shouldn't let them in without facilities. So for me, I'd like to see Salford go just because they're no rivalry. You know, Stockport were quite rivals. I like to go to Bradford because it's a big club. Carlisle, I like the drive of Carlisle. Uh, It's a big club. I, I feel like I've done Stockport enough times in my life. It's probably the away yeah. it's probably the away ground I've been to the most, so and I wouldn't begrudge them going up again after the the, the title race last year, so I think I'd like to see Stockport go up. But in all honesty I wouldn't mind going to any of those four grounds to be yeah, fair. That's the reason why I'd like Stockport to stay down, I think, because I enjoyed that rivalry. And yeah, we, you know, we've got the Wrexham Stockport Notts County Triangle now. Mm-hmm. Um, as Barry Manor Lewis is thinking about. Um, <laughs> you know, so that that could be like a little extra little interesting thing, this this rivalry as we all try and get the division. I mean it would it would be It'd really be interesting if we were the three teams that went up automatic promotion next season, wouldn't yeah. it? That would that would make it very or, or interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, or Grimsby Wrexham Stockport, yeah. Yeah, 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 any, yeah. any mix uh, mm. Just, yeah. Apart from Bradford and Stockport, there's no other real big, big teams in in League t- Two. No, but Crew Crew's going to be a good yeah, ground to go to. Tramier. They're, they're not hugely. You know, they don't yeah, have huge. Crowds. There's many of teams who've uh, got a good enough fan base, so that's completely different to where we are. We're last season, as I should say. Now, I think you know most of the sides in the. Let's be honest. It's not like, and I and I love Wealdstone, but it's not like having to think about going to Wealdstone away, is it anymore? It is. These are there are some teams there that are going to be really like three seven teams, I think. Which is nice. Wimbledon, yes, Colchester, and Crawley, Gillingham, 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 four there, four. Yeah, and there's been some relegations as well from the MK Dons. Oh, I'd love to be there. they can give us eight thousand tickets for the league. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting, actually. Um, I, I can't, I can't even begin to express how much I dislike MK Dons. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to seeing Wimbledon beat them as well. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I did right. did see someone on Twitter say it's going to be interesting to see who's the most hated team in League Two next year, us or MK Dons. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy all this Wrexham hatred. I think there are people who don't know the story. Yeah, you do, but there's an awful lot of sensible football fans. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I did. Men came on. So I mean, do you start with them? Quite apart from the fact they shouldn't exist. Yeah. Uh, quite apart from the fact that they exist because they stole Wimbledon's history. Yeah, identity. Much better way of putting that. Absolutely correct. Um, apart from all of that, just in general. They were the team that stayed up when we had 10 points taken off us because we had to save our club. Yeah. So they benefited from that, yeah. um, which which annoys me. And then the fact that, I know this is a, this is a personal thing, I admit. Well, maybe it's not a personal thing. We had a game there in the season we went down, when which was postponed. And they, oh. they well, I mean, okay, my personal gripe, so I misunderstand a bit like a bitter, twisted old man now, rather than the twisted old man I am the rest of the time. Um, <laughs> but, you know... It drive all the way across country. It was called off really late, and they. Is it fog? No, it was just incompetence. I think, or cold. They can't handle the cold down south. And I drive up. Uh, I think it just been called off, so I've arrived at the ground. There's a guy there at the gate, and I'm like, um, okay, do I have to pay for parking for the the match? Oh no, I've got parking for the match. What match? The racks of Milton Keynes man. <laughs> What? Oh, you're in the park for the Milton Keynes games, yeah? Oh, well. Oh, you know, this is a flaming bloke working for the club. I wasn't impressed, but then apparently they did that to the club as well, Wrexham. Because 
We, well, the referee came in and get, did the pitch inspection and failed the pitch. Wrexham um, had driven down on the day. They hadn't told Wrexham there was a pitch inspection. Um, they, we dropped off our kit man to, to prepare the changing room while the players went for a meal in a hotel nearby. The kit man, he is MK Don's officials walking down the corridor talking about how, oh, it's a shame it's off. Yep. That's how the that's how oh, he geez, found, yeah. and he phones up the the club club and says, in the hotel and says, "Is the game off?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> they hadn't been told any of it, and then the the club you know in this hotel have to contact Melbourne Games to find out what's going on. I don't like NK Dons. I'll be honest with you. I think we should loan Ollie Palmer to FC, AFC Wimbledon just for the two games against NK <laughs> Dons, just so we can teach him a lesson they're never going to forget. Well. Yeah, it's another game. Who else has gone down? It's Accrington Stanley, isn't Morecambe. it? And Morecambe, which is close. Forest Green, which is just a awful place to get to. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get any pies there, guys, so there'll be no pies. Ah, uh, hey, hey, yeah. yes, you can. It's just they're not coming to them. Exactly, but I mean, you can't get any milk there. We enjoyed the food there, didn't we? When we, lovely, went, when, when we went there, yeah, you could have lovely. fish there. It's in a lovely location, but it's just... Oh, so, there's a lot of yeah difficult to get to. Yeah, the renewable energy stuff's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, it I is. quite like that. I, I, I don't think they should force. Yes, you know, vegan, whatever. But they <laughs> should have be able to get a cup of tea with proper milk in rather than be forced to have. I mean, I don't know, coconut milk in your tea and stuff. <laughs> I quite like coconut milk. I quite like coconut milk as well, to be fair. <laughs> But so yeah, there's some. There's gonna be some really exciting games. I can't wait to have that final, you know, <laughs> league two standings for next yeah. season, and yeah. it's gonna be exciting for us fans. And I, I can't wait for the American fans to actually experience a league two. And I'm looking forward to hopefully experiencing the league two where we're not getting battered every week because most most of my league two experiences have been that. To be fair, yeah. we owe Accrington because they beat us five 0 the season we went down yeah. when their floodlights barely lit up anything. <laughs> was, was, was it, we were terrible. Wasn't fair. the season before we went down? Oh yeah, that, that was, was that was um, that was, weird season where we started yeah. for about really six well, days brilliantly. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we lost five 0 to them at midweek, five yeah, two at Stockport yeah, on the Saturday. We there, that yeah. really, and yeah. and then our entire season just utterly collapsed. I mean yeah. survived on the last day of the season and then the next season we were falling. And wasn't our last game in the football league Accrington Stanley Lincoln. as well? Was it? Not well, Lincoln away, but our last yeah. home game was Accrington Stanley, wasn't it? Because there was I remember there being barely anyone there. I wanna say no, but I could be wrong. Sure, it was. I could check. I can't remember. I remember going on the pitch, but it wasn't quite like going on the it pitch. Like going on the pitch was, it was like we all like sort of like we were like queuing up to go in because I remember that action because the steward just sort of like opened the gate and we all sort of like queued to walk onto the pitch. It was like some sort of weird it's like queuing up to go into a library. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was really strange. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure I've ever queued up to go into a library in my life. I don't know if I've ever actually had to queue up to get into it. Well, that's the simulate. That was the simulation. Yeah. I must have. Oh, um, Edgar Allan Poe was signing autographs in there <laughs> because he'd be dead. So that'd be yeah, some of the scene. It's gonna be a lot of local games next season. Yeah, there is. Yeah, a lot of local games. Mrs. G and I went to Edgar Allan Poe's house in um, Brooklyn. Who's house? He wasn't there. Edgar Allan Poe. So yeah, I think from that slightly awkward silence, then that <laughs> is the end. <laughs> well, Mark's talking up the Raven. Yeah. 
we um, played in the last game. Is the um, end of the, let's, let's see if if I am of right. Civilization. Um, you yeah. are right. Yes, I'm right. Stanley, we lost. <sighs> we lost three one. Yeah. Should we, we just before leaving, just just have a moment of silent awe at the last. Wrexham team to play at home in the football yes, league. Yes, let's and do it. Think about how it might compare with a team wheel field for our first game back. Um, it will be well. Actually, I would like to want to play it first. Oh no, oh, no, it's not. I was going to think it was you two sainted Gavin Ward, but it's, it's <laughs> Michael <laughs> Carrots Jones and yeah. Then you've got wow, four centre backs to take your choices from: Steve Evans, Mike Williams, Sean Pedrick, and Gareth Evans. Local lad. Yeah. Um, then in midfield, you've got Andy Fleming and Levi Mackin. Then you've got Matty Doan, Chris Llewellyn, Neil Roberts, who scored the, our last home goal at, in the football league, and Mike Carville. Remember Mike Carville? Oh, yes. Irish striker. Yes. He scored less than yeah. one goal for us. And then on the bench, Wes Baines, yeah. Neil Taylor, nothing ever came of him. <laughs> Uh, well, he'd be about 18 then, wouldn't he? Uh, Connell Murta, I liked Connell Murta. Robbie Garrett. Oh, the, Robbie the, Garrett. The, 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 definitely the player most able since Sean Rack in the late 80s to start a fight in an empty room. Was it, was it Robbie Garrett? And Mark Garrett, Williams when he was a kid. Was it Robbie Garrett who'd come on loan the previous season and played really well for a couple of games? Little ginger lad. I'm inclined to say, ooh. Right, okay. He did come the previous season. Yeah, because he. I don't he, know if I remember the playing really well, but maybe I'm wrong. No, actually. I mean like, like maybe well in, yeah. well in comparison to the other yeah. players that were on the pitch at that point. Because so, we yeah. I still get angry that we got rid of Neil Roberts. Then oh, that God, season. don't even start me on that. Because I reckon we actually, we actually could have made the playoffs or something that season if we had someone like him. The, the highlight of that depressing season yeah. was him doing an interview. I remember we were standing there in the tunnel after a match when he once again had been head and shoulders above everybody else. And he said, I, I, this is my club, this is my town, I'm staying. Yeah. And it's not his fault to be left. And it was just, you know, you've got the best player at the club by far who wins player of the season. He was the first Wrexham player of the season to then be released in the history of the award, which goes back to the early 70s. There has been one since, if you want to play guess the player of the season who has been released. But it's a tricky one. It's not a memorable player of the season, I'm telling you that for nothing. In fact, it was probably the season when we should have just said we're not giving the award out because there is no one. So it was the, the, the COVID year then, was it, that the got cut short? No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Was it's it the uh, Gary Mills' second Yes, it's the Gary Mills' second season when Dean Keats has to come in and save us. Curtis Tilt? No, no. Right, just tell us. Um, same position as Curtis Tilt. Hamza Ben Sharif. That's a beautiful thought, but you know, charity only extends so far, doesn't it? I mean, they were all um, atrocious, so it's hard yeah. to pick out which one. Um, yeah, no, no. Um, he so centre back in his second spell at the race course. Oh, Riley, yeah, Martin right. Riley, yeah, Riley. of course. Yeah. It was ironic yeah. that he, he got married. Unlike Roberts, he got player of the season, but I, I don't think anybody would have argued about him getting the least either. Yeah, <laughs> it was really odd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? strange times. Very strange. And as we replaced yeah. him with Sean Pearson, who retired at the weekend, yeah. and Manny Smith, I would say that was a good piece of recruitment on uh, Dean Keats' part. Yeah, definitely. Well, I thought Martin Riley was a good centre half, to be fair. First spell. First spell, very good. Second yeah. spell, he, had a, he got injured quite a bit, had a decent ish 
little run of games, but didn't. He wasn't the same player. And I highly, th- <coughs> I think everyone should just avoid his Twitter if you quite like yeah, him as a player. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and that, on that note, I have been. No, I've been Trey Long. You remain <laughs> Trey Long, Trey. Come on, own it. This has been Neil Williams, Mark Griffiths, Bill Long, and myself, Trey Long. This has been Dragon Out. In a hot room. Yeah, I am sweating, I must say. Yeah, absolutely. Mind you, it might have been that beer. Yeah, yeah. You were cooking by the window, so that's what I said. In the shade. You look like you're in the shade as well on the image. Yeah, this has been <laughs> the most half-hearted. This is this. Please stop. I need to go and hydrate. Hi guys, I'm Dominic Bose, and uh, this is Dragon Heart. <laughs> <laughs>